0: Be Wealthy and Smart, Episode 783. A world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about how consumer confidence is surging and what that means for the stock market in the U.S., These are crazy times and there's so much going on that it's very difficult to even get a grip on trying to forecast where we go from here. But as you know, I've been very cautious and correctly predicted this pullback and I'm watching very carefully to see whether we finish up or we have a few more days of this. But having said that, We are not out of the woods by any means. And if the actions of the last week are any indication of how crazy things could get through the end of the year, well, between that debate and then the president and first lady testing positive for COVID-19, I think you can see that there is a lot of volatility potentially ahead. And I see some ups and downs and craziness. Like I don't even know where to begin. And it's difficult to try to get a handle on any kind of a trend because all that I see is volatility, both on the upside and the downside. So let's talk about what happened and where we are year to date. Year to date, the S&P is up 3.6%. The NASDAQ is up 23.4%. The Dow is down 3% and the Russell 2000 is still lagging in the rear down 7.74% year to date. We've done very well with our sectors and two of our sectors are in the top five sectors of all ETFs for this year. We have GDX up 33% and GDXJ up 30%, and those were in the top five best performing sector ETFs for the year. Also, of course, we've been in silver, which was the number one performing sector this year. So I have to say, things have been going really well in spite of this pullback that we've had, which has been very scary for people. And a lot of people seem to have flipped from being bullish to bearish. We've seen a lot of sentiment change we've seen a lot of the professionals go short. We have a very high percentage of people short right now. We have a very high percentage of bears right now. So what we're seeing is continued bearishness as we get through maybe the tail end of this volatility for right now. But we got some other data recently that is painting the picture for the future. We got a weaker than expected jobs report we had 661,000 new jobs created versus 800,000 were expected that was the september jobs report however we also had consumer confidence surging and as you know consumer confidence really outtrumps everything else in terms of performance because 70% of the us economy is based on the consumer and the spending of the consumer So consumer confidence surged to the highest it had been since the pandemic. It is the index of consumer confidence soared to 101.8 in September, up from 86.3 in August. So that was a huge jump from August. And we have also seen the S&P up 30% and the NASDAQ up 45%. Since the lows in March, those are the best six-month gains since 2009. So we've seen spectacular performance this year off of the lows. We're seeing consumer confidence coming back, but we also see a lot of fear out there. Not unexpectedly so. Things seem very uncertain. We also are still waiting on the stimulus package from Congress, Although the House passed a $2.2 trillion package, Secretary Mnuchin would like to see it more around the $1.6 trillion level. President Trump is saying get it passed. So I'm hoping this week we might see the stimulus package passed. Now that could set the market up on a tear that could be very very bullish for stocks so we'll just see what happens with that but right now we have 61 percent of strategists that are worried about another wave of the virus coming around we are seeing again second rounds of lockdowns in europe so we're waiting to hear what happens back here in the us if we have a second strain coming around, which my prediction has been, yes, we will, and we will see it more serious than the first round that we had. My statistics are being taken off of the 1918 pandemic, where the first wave was a smaller wave than the second wave. The second wave was actually a much larger wave, and I have a um, chart of that that I've used for my VIP experience showing them that That's what happened in 1918. I'm expecting a repeat of that cycle and that the second wave coming here, whether it's a mutated virus, something else, or some other form of COVID, I don't know. But I do think we are going to have a stronger second wave, which is going to impact us. So naturally, that will also impact the economy and I don't know whether we're going into lockdown exactly. I do kind of think that that will eventually happen. So that's why I'm getting this volatility on the downside, but I also have volatility on the upside. I've got it in both directions. And I've mentioned from a few months ago that I also have a complete economic collapse in my forecast before the end of this year. This seems to be from a collapse of currencies, of the Euro specifically where this starts, and then a banking problem. A banking problem also probably starting in Europe, maybe with Italy, Greece, or Germany, not sure where, but any one of those could be the first domino to have a banking crisis so these are things that are out there and that's why even though i've said it's possible that we could go on to make new highs before the election we also have a lot of potential volatility out there so we have volatility on the upside volatility on the downside it looks like utter mayhem when i try to get a handle on what i'm seeing going forward i cannot believe the volatility that I'm picking up in my forecasts. So all I can say is this is going to be very difficult to try to work our way through, but we will try to work our way through this. And to give us a little bit of direction, let's look at what happened on Friday. Because on Friday, we had something that might be the start of a trend that I've been expecting. We had the NASDAQ down 2.2% the NASDAQ 100, the top 100 NASDAQ stocks down 2.8%. So technology got a wallop, which is where I think we have potential for the greatest weakness is in technology. And where that would come from, I think could be from antitrust cases from the Department of Justice that I have mentioned in my October Surprise podcast. We also had news from China that they may be filing some sort of a case against Google. So we are seeing this coming from multiple directions, possibly, But we also saw the Russell 2000 up a half a percent on Friday. So it was outperforming NASDAQ by 3.3%. And we had the railroads and airlines up 0.7% on Friday. And I've been expecting something in the new stimulus package for airlines So I think that we're going to see a rebound in airlines. We're gonna see a rebound in some of the travel stocks, maybe hotels, maybe restaurants, small caps. The Russell 2000, I think has the potential to rally stronger here. Since it is still down 7% year to date, I think people will look for value there and will be able to still buy that at a bargain. And we may see that rally quite a bit if this stimulus package goes through and if we're right about the package having the aid for small business and for airlines and travel, et cetera. I do also think we have a second check coming to Citizens, although it's been talked about at $1,200, I think it might even be $1,400. So we'll see how that works out. So is this a new trend that maybe NASDAQ stocks, tech stocks continue to sell off harder and we see the small caps start to rally? I think it could be. I also think that it could be the changing of the guard from technology more to healthcare as we see healthcare companies start to rally and maybe come up with their cures, their vaccines, their treatments, whatever, I think we have a lot of room for those healthcare stocks to rally. So as we are listening to Fed comments this week, as the Federal Reserve is expected to make some comments, we will also be hearing from President Trump's doctors, whether they think he is beyond the worst of this or what his situation is. We hopefully will also be getting word about the stimulus and i'm really hoping that we can get some agreement and start getting payments out to citizens that would really boost the markets if we could get the stimulus plan approved that could lift the markets as well as any covid treatments could lift the markets as well as president trump recovering could lift the markets so we'll see what happens this week lots of news And again, we are just coming through the tail end of the volatility where we may be able to put that behind us and see a strong rally start to come in and take off. So we'll see what happens, but I'm very encouraged that the consumer is feeling better, that the consumer wants to spend, and has made a huge jump in their confidence level. That's enormous, especially as we get closer to the holidays and people are going to have to make decisions about what they're doing for the holidays and how much they're spending for the holidays and if they can even get together with family for the holidays. This is something that time will tell and we won't know until we get closer to that time. So we have a lot of unknowns right now, and that is also going to open this up for more volatility. But with all the bearishness out there right now, with all the shorts right now, it looks to me like we are getting ready to find a bottom soon and take off higher because typically we have this much bearishness, this much fear, this much in terms of shorts versus longs. It just seems like the sentiment shifts and things will move in the opposite direction. So we'll see if we don't get a positive boost here pretty soon and hopefully we could say that we've put in a bottom and can move toward a more solid rally into the election. But I just have to say there is so much volatility between now and year end lots of good things but those good things come out of endings from other things and as i've mentioned i feel like we have another system coming in in a lot of ways that is going to be replacing old systems i think those systems are ready to go and we're going to see it on a financial level we're going to see it on a technological level we're going to see it maybe at a stock market level We're going to see it at a currency level. We're going to see so many new things come in to take the place of old things. And I think we're starting in this phase, this rotation of that. And I know that sounds very vague, but it will come clearer into focus the more that we get into this quarter and closer to November and the end of the year. So, these are very interesting times. I'll try and keep you updated as much as I can, but we just have a crazy, crazy roller coaster ahead. So, I think the best thing to do is stay invested for the long term, try to not take any undue risk. I wouldn't get caught one way or the other betting too much directionally on the market. In other words, don't lever up trying to be too much on the short side or lever up trying to be too much on the long side, but try to be in a position where you can weather through any volatility and hang in there through the long term, because in the end, it will all work itself out for a positive ending, but there is going to be a lot of chaos, confusion, and just a lot going on before we get there so we just have to take this one day at a time one step at a time and we will get through this and ultimately it will all work out for the best and we will have a better system and have an improvement but there's going to be some craziness between here and there so just buckle up get ready for it And try to stay calm and not get caught up in fear. Try to really keep a good mindset and stay positive with what the outcome is going to be for you, that you're determined to have everything go well and go your way and in the end have everything work out because i still think we have things like debt forgiveness coming i think we have some amazing programs coming that in the end are really going to turn a lot of people around so whatever your circumstances are right now don't think that that is the end-all be-all because a lot is going to change and there's a lot of surprises between now and the end of the year and although some of those are going to be scary, that will serve a purpose in order to bring in something better. So we're going to have some improvements and some better things to replace the old things that have been outdated, that have been manipulated, that have been not serving us well. And we're going to have a better version of that. So just hang in there. We have good things coming and don't let a short term setback scare you into thinking that we're headed into something horrible, because from that setback is going to come something better to replace it and something good. But we have to get through the bad to get to the good. I hope that makes sense. And I hope that gives you some encouragement. And hang in there. We have an amazing time between now and year end and it what can i say this is 2020 and this is the beginning of the quantum age if you haven't yet subscribed to be wealthy and smart hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available so you never miss one of them and if you're looking for a good financial book to read you're already a wealth heiress now think and act like one six practical steps to make it a reality now is the perfect choice in my opinion. That is the book that was added to the list of all time best wealth books by book authority. Men love it too. It gives you your millionaire action plan, your wealth checklist, everything you need to do to get your finances back on track and get to financial freedom. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart.